Hello and welcome to the Whiskey Dan Radio Show, uh, episode 18, Captain Morgan Black Spice Trump. Not just black, because that'd be weird. Um, today, <laughs> today we got we got two guests on today, uh, Sam and Pat, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Ooh, uh, Rangers leading the way. God, Jesus. <laughs> God damn, I can't do it. Just, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I haven't actually had I've like I've had regular Captain Morgan, and on, and I've had it on the show actually, um, but I haven't had the Black Spice Drum, and I think I might like it better than the regular shit. It's the same price. Um, have y'all ever had it before? I've never even actually had rum before, so this stuff is pretty good. Not gonna lie, it has a nice it has a nice kick to it. It's got a like take rum and then like. You have like a real oaky charred flavor, and that's kind of what you're getting. It's the same price, and it's right next to Captain Morgan. So if you want to live on the spicy side of life, you can get yourself a bottle of this for like twenty bucks. It's pretty smooth, and you can tell that it's like it's kind of weird to say, but you feel like it's a little bit creamy. Yeah, I was about to say. I bet it pairs great with eggnog. Mm. Just another drink for me. <laughs> Yeah, just if it's not Bud, the Turner's not sipping. <laughs> yeah, God, so I've had three of the Turner brothers on this show. Really? Yeah. Oh, Eli. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Eli was on one. Daniel was on another one, and now you're here. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, don't seem happy about that. Nah, it's whatever. You can just come over and drink my booze. It's fine. It's fine. You gotta have little Mike over here to complete that. I know. I need to get. I need to get the oldest one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so. <laughs> We kind of just, they were like, hey, we're on leave. And I was like, oh, well, let's do an episode. And we didn't really have a topic. So we're going to talk about the military. <laughs> so, okay, just how, but I, I want to do it kind of on North Star. It's like, no, like, oh, so what's your, what's your, um, your, your job? No, nobody gives a fuck about that. Nobody gives a fuck. We want to know how much time you get for leave, how much poon you get a crush. No. Which is none. None. How much of your poon gets crushed? D squad. <laughs> and then uh, how much? Uh, yeah, seriously. Like, how much time do y'all get for leave? Like on the holiday? You get uh, every month. You save up. Every month you save up about uh, two point five leave days per oh, okay. month. So you equal it up to about thirty days. But when month. it's like a regular job, it turns into more like. But you're off on the weekends usually anyway, right? Yeah. 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 So it's it's like your vacation time just gets built up over time. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's like any other job. Two point five. I'm trying to think. Well, and, when you factor in the the like the actual paid times off, time off, like the two and a half or the thirty days a year. Yeah. And then you take into consideration you have every weekend off, and then you get a size for of for time. holidays. You get you get days off as well. Mm. You know, you get seventy twos, ninety sixes, which is in conjunction with your weekend. So it's actually a pretty considerable time amount off oh, okay. to be able to go and do what you want. What if we got like attacked like right now? Because like everybody is using that leave right now. Uh, so your company commander. So it probably start at the top. You know, commandant issues um, a recall, and then it just goes down the chain of command until our company commanders are like, "Get your asses back!" And I think uh, we'd either have to find a flight, or we could probably go to. Um, the local recruiting station, and they could probably find us a flight. And then we have to go back. Or like a shuttle yeah, or something. Yeah, pack, and then ship off, I guess. Uh, dude, that, that'd fucking suck if, like, all of a sudden. Because, like, with all that shit that happened with Iran, how they attacked the embassy over there. Oh, yeah. Well, the Iranians attacked the American embassy in Iraq. And then now they're, like, mm. sending over a bunch of guys or something. They're like, oh, we need y'all's fucking company to get the hell over here. That would fucking blow. Uh, it's pretty funny, actually, because me and Pat were going to Dubai next year. Yeah. And um, so, Ryan, I don't know if his unit is, but my unit, we're on QRF, which is Quick Reaction Force. Hmm. So, say if I did get that call, I'd have to be back in a day. Damn. Yeah. That fucking blows. And then, so you do Motor T, right? Pat? I'm Motor T. Sam does Motor T in... Tank mechanic. Tank. Well, that's still motors. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in a tank. Just a you know, just a five hundred thousand dollar engine. Yeah, you know. jet engine compared yeah. to a diesel engine. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's how, I thought that was crazy how they actually use a jet engine for propulsion. It's, it's pretty insane. So for for those of you guys who don't really know how turbine engines work, oh, please you know, explain. Yes. So, 
spinny spinny vroom vroom <laughs> so wait does, does it like use like air power to kind of push it yeah so um okay yeah so it starts up and there's a whole bunch of high pressure and low pressure compressors okay so it starts out and it has a right where the opening is is your stator and it's just a, a normal stator blade and Behind that, you have your uh, inlet guide vanes, which change direction to um, to allow a certain direction of airflow into the rest of the compressors, so you can get the right amount of airflow in the right direction to get maximum efficiency in the engine. Oh, wow. And that goes through, and it goes through um, every other um, fan is stationary so you have one that rotates and then you have one that is stationary one that rotates one that's stationary so it's forcing all this air through and it goes it starts off with these really big fans and yeah, then they get, like, smaller it gets and pushed smaller through higher and higher, and higher yeah. pressure higher and higher pressure and then it gets smaller smaller till it's hot enough to for the uh the air to be able to combust when it hits the fuel that's so cool how they developed it and you can fucking fly. Don't those tanks go like forty miles an hour? Yeah, that's that's seventy tons of. That's ridiculous. Of going fucking forty <laughs> miles an hour. That's like like people like think like oh forty that's not that fast, but considering like what you're in, that's yeah. insane. I would not want to be on the receiving end of one of those things. Well, like, so you, usually the RPMs that you that you run it at, you know, you're like okay, that's kind of like a jet engine. Yeah. It sounds it sounds like a jet engine. It has the nice little world, yeah. and it's it's pretty fucking loud and hot but um there was one where we were troubleshooting the the engine itself and we had one of the civilians come over and they cranked it all the way max power oh. and you're like that's a jet engine <laughs> that's a fucking jet engine <laughs> <laughs> this just meant to fly off like a fucking runway jesus christ uh, so i bet in motor t you see a lot of crazy shit like yeah. shit just like how the fuck <laughs> did you get this to happen yeah, so most of our operators kind of fuck. They they suck. Why is that? Them. That every time I hear like an like about like an operator, it's always like, yo, those guys are fucking retards. Because they all <laughs> they know, all they know is how to drive the truck. Not how. Not even good either. Like they fucking suck. And aren't like operators usually like the guys that didn't do that great on the ASFAB? Uh, that's like, exactly. What it, it, it's it, it, it's like it's like all right, you're like a notch above just straight infantry. Like we're gonna let you drive this jeep. And then those guys are going to fix any time you break it. It's literally uh, what tankers are called. Yeah. Tank, tankers are called, you know, fucking, you know, they're basically just grunts 2.0. But they don't do any grunt shit. They're just retarded. Oh, good. But you said you didn't have to PT very much. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, I have I have birds now. So if you hear some chatter in the background, it's just uh, Pavarti and Beans. That's the name of the birds. <laughs> Pavarti and beans, but we're, anyway, we're a fan of the beans one. I like I like that because it's like because uh, okay, I played a shitload of Outer Worlds when it came out, which is an RPG game. Uh, it's a lot like Fallout, mm. but it's in space. And it's I've a seen lot of people fun. play it. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And if uh, if you ever get the chance to like on leave or something, if you want to play it, I, I would highly. Re- I think it's on Game Pass right now for oh, Xbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Game Pass is actually not bad for how much it costs. Yeah. You oh, get yeah. plenty of stuff. For Pretty sure my brother has it, and he like loves. It. He's like, dude, just get an Xbox One. I'm like, I have a PC, and I play like the same four games. I'm not about to just. I'm not going to yeah. spend two hundred fifty dollars on another console. Yeah, because it's not even like you're buying a new game. You yeah, you're buy you're the renting console, them. then you gotta buy a controller, and you have to do all this stupid ass shit. So if you're not a console gamer, you can't really be a console gamer. And if, if you're if you're gamer. a console, if you play on console and you call yourself a gamer, you're a fucking liar. First of all, <laughs> you're like, all I play is Halo and Call of Duty. I'm a gamer, dude. God no, fucking MLG. I miss MLG memes. You know, I was I was <laughs> I was looking on Reddit and um, they were doing the last MLG memes of the decade. Yeah, and it was just a whole bunch of bullshit in it. You got your fucking Doritos. <laughs> Your intervention quick scope and shit. Your phase Shrek. phase gland tags. I miss those. Those were good. Oh well. At any rate, man, this stuff is really good. But um, trying to think here about the uh, <laughs> about being a 
back to the gaming, I guess, in regards to Outer Worlds, uh, one of the characters in there who's like, she's like a main companion you can have in the game. Her name is Pavardi, and she's like a really cool character. And I was like, that's a cool-ass fucking name. I was like, if I get a pet, I'm going to name it that. And then I was like, what am I going to name the other one? I was like, fuck it, beans. <laughs> Bushes <laughs> baked. I love beans. beans. Yeah, beans is the blue parakeet, and Pavardi is the green one. So, and from what I, because they're really young, but I believe I got a male and a female, so. Oh, well, they're just chilling. I like having them. But at any rate, um, so what's what's uh, what's uh, SoCal like, bruh? Like, are you like, shaw, bruh, surfer dude? You want to you wanna get some chicks and just go cruising? All right, so, so the first time um, we actually took a trip out to SoCal when I finally got my truck, and we decided to go out there and... Um, go surfing and it was me and uh my my best friend at that two nine who's coincidentally is also named sam no oh, wow yeah fuck sam oh God. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah good thing i don't have to fucking deal with that guy anymore oh really yeah good thing he's in the goddamn marine corps no fuck him wait <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so we actually head down there and it's a pretty good deal up in Oceanside for, um, cause Sam was telling me, you know, you could go get a board and you could go get a wetsuit and it'll be like $20 for three hours. Oh wow. Which is a great deal considering, you know, how much a board and wetsuit actually costs. Oh yeah. Like, like, a, yeah, that's several hundred dollars. So we go surfing. Uh, we do little waves. We try not to get in the locals ways in the locals way. So they don't, you know, shoot us. Yeah. Get off, get, fucking- get off my wave, dude. Yeah. Bro, like, what's your issue? I'm trying to get tubular here. You fucking suck, <laughs> dude. So, so we're, we're we're trying to rip waves, trying to rip waves. Uh, it, it's hard as fuck. You're just getting you're getting raped by the by the ocean waves nonstop. You know, you try to get on your board and it just like, oh nope, not nope, and you just crash and tumble into the into the into the water. And so after like two hours of attempting and shit, my buddy, fucking, um, yells. So, oh, oh, what the fuck, dude? And I run over, and this motherfucker gets fucking stung by a, a stingray. Fucking Jesus. yeah, that's, fucking. That's what's bold. his name? What's his name? Uh the Aussie. Crikey, oh, Mike. Steve Irwin. Yeah, he got stung, Steve <laughs> he, Irwin man, he, style. Yeah, dang old stone cold Steve Irwin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said that was the worst pain he's ever felt in his life. Dude, I had a friend of mine. She got stung by a jellyfish in Galveston this summer. That's horrible. Yeah. And, like, the toxins, like, stay in your skin for, like, a couple days, so it just, like, keeps mm. you, stinging. You pee on it? I didn't pee on it. <laughs> Daniel and Elijah, they both got stung when we went to Mexico as a family. They both got stung in Mexico. Uh, Elijah got stung twice, actually, I think. Yeah, Damn. I'd get the fuck out the water <laughs> after the first one. Like, how dumb are you to where it's like, nah, they're, they're not here anymore. I'm going to go hop back in the water. <laughs> Southern California is cool. I've had so many people on this show that are like, yeah, dude, like, I used to live in California. And then, like, we wind up talking about California for way too Fuck fucking long. Place. It's a like, pretty cool place. Like, it's a cool place, but it is way too fucking ex- – it's, it's like it's like they're, they're really proud of it. Mm. Like, in for, like, like, you know, like Texas. Like, people from here are like – I love how, like, every other state's like, you know, keep Alabama beautiful and, like, you know, please don't litter in Mississippi. And then it's like, don't mess with Texas. You know, it's like <laughs> every – you know, it's like, all right, I guess I won't fucking – Whatever you know, I just think that's hilarious. Don't tread on me, bitch. Yeah, it's just like 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 that persona is like so much in this state, and like we're really proud of it. What I think is hilarious is uh, like you go to California, and like everybody, or like the uh, stereotypes of like they hate like the United States, and like they're a bunch of like commie liberals or whatever. But they're really fucking proud of like California, and it's like California is a fucking dumpster fire. I don't know what they're proud of, honestly. I mean, the only, the only reason I, <laughs> I like California is because of the beaches and the weather. There's literally nothing else about that mm-hmm. fucking state. I love it. It's like, well, people are just so more like open-minded. Like, no, they're fucking not. You can't be like, you know, I work hard for what I do. I just, I should deserve the money that I get. Like, no, you don't. You're white. You don't deserve anything, you colonizer. Like, <laughs> all right, we don't have anything to discuss. <laughs> fucking jack. Like, you're white, too. 
I hate it. I think it's honestly the opposite of the spectrum. Instead of people thinking that they care so much, I just don't think they give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> like, like, you do whatever you want, honey. Yeah. Just don't fucking interfere with my life. Well, but, like, it, I love how it's, like, you know, the people over here, a lot of, you know, like, well, you know, maybe we should have a secure border. You know, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, then uh, then the people in California are like, well, you don't give a shit about those people. It's like, <laughs> we don't have the money. We don't have the money to give a shit. And, and no, I don't give a shit. It's not my problem that their country's a shithole because the United States made it that way. It's, it's true. You know... <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, back in the 50s and stuff when, like, all those, like, Central American countries, like, had, like, elections, mm-hmm. and they, the people over there, or down there, elected, uh, like, left, left-wing governments, like, communists and stuff, because, like, they spoke for the people, and the United States is like, yeah, we can't have communists over here, we gotta do something about that. So we would <clears throat> kill... Mr. McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, so we would, we would kill them, and then put in some, like fascist dictator who was like US friendly <laughs> also we can get bananas for super fucking cheap I'm serious this happened in Honduras El Salvador Nicaragua like all those Central American countries like we did that and now those countries the are entire a shithole we are the entire reason that South America is an absolute shithole yeah yeah pretty much it's well, horrible well like it, it's either something like that or the fact that like we love doing cocaine up here <laughs> and then like well y'all we're the one who's fucking demanding it they're gonna supply it's like they keep burning down villages and raping women for cocaine and so they can protect their cocaine it's like well people in new york and california want cocaine so <laughs> uh we've got uh on this menu in cafe in columbia you see we've got here bread water and cocaine <laughs> <laughs> That's all their economy is. It's, it's fucking cocaine. true. It's fucking like God. It's disgusting. Like, and then it's all because like we. It's all because like we in the first world. Well, I want it. I I, I don't give a shit how much they're suffering. I want it now. <laughs> give me my fucking cocaine. Yeah, like or, or like give my fucking Nikes for three hundred dollars. <laughs> even, even though I live in a lower middle class, you know, lower middle class urban environment, and I'm a minority, and I don't even have three hundred dollars. I want my Nikes. Mom, how am I supposed to flex on my sneakerhead bros without my uh, LeBron taxis? God, sneakerheads are like the fucking like. Okay, I have a lot of hobbies, and I spend my money on dumb shit. I like this show, but <laughs> but being a sneakerhead is like the is the stupidest thing you can spend your money on. Like you're never gonna get your money back out of that. Like, all it is is, like that instant gratification. I bought something shiny. Like at least if you buy jewelry, there's like a value to it because of the metal mm. unless it's like coated or plated then it's worthless but, but like if you buy like a diamond ring with like a you know like a 12 carat like gold ring and you got a couple big stones on it like that's worth something as it sits like in 20 years from now like do you really think that like more than 20% of the population is going to agree that a pair of Air Force Ones in mint condition are really worth anything? No, yeah. not at all. Exactly. It's like, well, they don't got no creases. I don't give a fuck. It's not food. It's not a sustainable <laughs> fucking uh, trade system. No. I don't think it is. I just think sneakerheads are fucking stupid. Like, if you're a sneakerhead, you can fucking fight me. Like, you can, you, you can, you can write an angry letter... Send it to whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. And, <laughs> and all the producers and editors are going behind the scenes like, fucking shut the fuck up, yeah. Jake. Shut the fuck up. You're going to lose our sneakerhead. There's been base. so many times like I've done this show and then like as I'm editing it, like the day after, like later, like after I've kind of sobered up and I just like listen to what I've said and I've thought, hey, maybe I shouldn't put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, fuck it. It's too late now. That's usually how it happens, which I'm fine with. But. I don't think anyone wants... No one is like, man, this Whiskey Dan radio show, I expect Dan to be cordial and professional. He's totally not going to be how he normally is. No. No, not at all. Oh, well. Um, But... Happy New Year, everybody. It is now 2020. New fucking decade. New oh, fucking yeah. decade. You know what I did on New Year's Day? I shat three times. <laughs> that was a way to ring in the decade. What'd you eat? No, okay. One, okay. Actually, part of it was that uh, I, I've been out of town 
for a while for all the lovely listeners out there. I'd run out of town for a while. And then, like, you know, I still was able to take a dump while I was on vacation, but, like, it wasn't, like, a full one. So, like, it was, like, a post-vacation, like, hey, you're home and you can relax now kind of dump. That was the first one. Uh-huh. Second one was because I drank way too much coffee, and I guess there was some residual. And the third was because I ate a bunch of old Earl Campbell sausages and, like, chips and salsa. Dude. And I was just like, <laughs> what am I doing? Jeez. And that was the third one. So, I got to watch the Winter Classic. Which is the outdoor hockey game? Oh, it's pretty cool. Like I watched it on TV. I wasn't at the game because they had it in the Cotton Bowl. Fuck you, man! Hockey's cool. <laughs> and we I'm are fucking in- go back to Victoria's land, dude. <laughs> and we are in the NFL playoffs. Congratulations if your team made it, Patriots. <laughs> As the uh, only person at this table without a team going into the playoffs. Uh, Who do you want to win? Who would I like? I would like to. See, I'd like to see the Titans go real deep. Boo. I'd like to see first round loss <laughs> for real. Yeah. Well, if they beat the, that'd be cool if they beat the Patriots in a wild card round because then like everybody on sports radio is this the end of Brady? Are we seeing it? Now? You've been saying that for ten years. Stop it. Skipping Shannon. Will Brady finally sign to the Cowboys? Oh my, dude! What if what if he <laughs> did? Like Christ. like what what if they like kept Jason Garrett, but they got like Tom Brady? Gee, I would not be a Tom Brady fan <laughs> anymore. You're like you know what? You fuck you, Tom. If that motherfucker doesn't resign, doesn't retire as a Patriot, he obviously has been lying to himself for the last twenty years. Yeah, but uh, I'd like to see the Titans do well. I would like to see. I would be okay if the 49ers or the Saints won out of the NFC, and then after the AFC, I'd like to see the Titans or the Ravens. Because, yeah. like, like I, 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 as a Texan, I think it'd be great if the Texans won. But, one, they're playing against the Bills, and I think it'd be great if the Bills are playing for, like, an AFC title and, like, lost or something. Or if they got to the Super Bowl and they lost for a fifth time. 0-5. Yeah, 0-5. <laughs> but, um, but, like, I've watched the Texans for long enough to where, like, like the Cowboys, they just cannot get out of the divisional round regardless of how good they play. See, as a Giants fan, I had no hope going into this season. So I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed nor surprised. You didn't trust Daniel Jones? I, I really like Daniel Jones. I didn't trust a lot of other things around him, yeah. namely the coaching. Oh, Never mind. I thought you guys just got someone. I thought I saw something in the tabloid that you guys got a new coach or some shit. No, they're talking. Or they fired some. Person. Yeah, they, they, they fired Pat Shermer, who was the head coach. Yeah, like okay. Monday, like the day after. Um, and then they're talking to the Cowboys wide receiver coach to be the head coach of the Giants. Really? Yeah. Which, granted, wide receiving squad out of Dallas is really good. I, I would argue that the receiver's talent is higher than Dak Prescott's talent. The reason why they're not making completions is because Dak overthrows them by five yards. Yeah. I agree. But 100%. would a wide receiver <laughs> would a wide receiver coach be able to transition into a head coach? Hundred percent. Yes. Oh yeah, really? absolutely. Well, like a, a lot of head coaches were special teams coordinator, defensive coordinator, play caller, well, yeah. wide receiver coach. Well, and a lot of coach. head coaches also, you know, fucking suck. Turn out to be. Horrible and get fired. I want him to get Ron Rivera, the coach of the Panthers, who yes. got fired halfway through the season. Is he's with the Redskins now? I know with um, Tony Del Rio. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. The Redskins are still going to suck. Nah, the, Redskins. I, the Redskins are going to be cold next year. Yeah, what? the Cowboys are going. This is mark my words. Next year, the Cowboys are going to be at the bottom of the division. Oh my god, dude! Don't. Oh, they're getting a new head coach, man. I, dude, like, if they sign like Jason Garrett for like two more, they they they're for all the lovely listeners that don't listen to sports or watch it, you, you fucking should. But but uh, Jason Garrett, who's been the coach of the Cowboys for nine years, has gone to the playoffs three times and has won one, two, three, four playoff games, which is shit. Yeah, oh, which boy. is terrible uh, for all the talent that Dallas has. But at the same time, who would you even replace him with? Like, is there anybody that's actually Mike worth- McCarthy? Think so? Think they can get him? No, they won't get him because he ain't gonna take shit from the Cowboys owner. Yeah. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Well, that's why. Uh, that's why like every Cowboys coach has like left shortly thereafter because they can't get along with Jerry Jones, the owner. He just needs to leave. Uh, I try not to turn this show into a sports show because not everybody listens to sports. But oh well. 
we've kind of been ringing around the rosying topic so far. So yeah, um, trying to think. So Sam, when you because all of your vehicles broke down right before as <laughs> <laughs> you joined the core, right? Like, yeah. like, because okay. So here's some backstory. Sam, or not Sam, me, myself, myself, Patrick, and another guy, Robbie, all lived together. And we had a two-bedroom apartment, and, like, Patrick's just living in the living room for the time being because he's about to join the Corps. And Sam was like, hey, guys, uh, my car broke down, and my parents sold the house. Uh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna stay here for a couple weeks. And I was like, all right, Sam, that's fine. So it was the four of us living in this tiny-ass shithole two-bedroom apartment where the windows faced a fucking breezeway. They didn't even face outside. It was terrible. It's like living in a cave, and there was just four dudes. It smelled just like come all the time in the living room it was terrible sorry about that but but the cool thing about it was the, the cool thing about it was is that like there was always something going on but sam didn't have a car um so how do you get around now patrick <laughs> you, you, you haven't bought a vehicle well i mean i have a vehicle in cali but oh, okay what do you here, got i have three broken down vehicles <laughs> but in Cali, I have a uh, 1995 Blazer. Hmm. That's pretty fucking cool. Is, is, is that is that still the full size half ton? No. Oh, it's a little quarter ton yeah, model. Yeah. I had to get you around. Yeah. Quarter tons are better. Does the four wheel drive work? Yeah. That's the important part. Yeah, yeah. I wish my Ranger had four wheel drive. <laughs> well, like I like I say that until like I have to like work on it, and then like when I'm looking at like the repairman, it's like remove the four wheel drive, whatever. It's like mm, don't have to do that. <laughs> New transfer case. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, being a 2000, the transfer case probably fucked by this point anyway. But it the way you drive it, yeah. That's how my little F one fifty is right now. No, that's why it doesn't drive. Isn't like the whole <laughs> rear axle just fucked? No, I I looked into it. Um, Actually, like a couple of days after I got home, and yeah, it's the T case. Ooh. It's completely fucked. Damn. Yeah. So that's like a two hundred bucks. Yeah, but fix. it's it's two hundred bucks to fix, but you got to crawl up under there yeah. and do it. And it's heavy. And well, it's it's lifted. It has a two inch body lift and then an eleven. What are you a Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I remember you saying, like God's like, how come like only Mexicans do a body lift because it's way cheaper and like it looks the same. <laughs> But and then you're like, of course I bought this car from a Mexican, so it's got a fucking body lift on it. <laughs> truck was like that truck was like unnecessarily loud for a V6. Oh, it's because the exhaust is cut in half right down the Jeez. right down the cab. <laughs> like I love it, like how now on like diesel trucks they have to put like diesel exhaust fluid on, and people are like, nah, I'm just gonna delete that motherfucker. I don't want that shit. <laughs> and it's like, hey man, you know you can't pass that inspection. I'm like, oh, I got old John Ray Bilba boy. He gonna get me fixed up with it. It's like, how did you get sixty thousand dollars together? To even buy a diesel, like mm, I work in like oil field, man. Jeez, you fucking messed out asshole. God. Like, like part of me which is like just be like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go live in a tent in West Texas and make hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. It's not a bad way to live. Oh god. Well, because like I love how it's like, oh, like pop liners, they make this amount of money, but they gotta spend this amount of money. It's like, yeah, because you want to live like you're living at home, dude. Like if you and like five dudes get a one bedroom hotel. Like, y'all could live like kings when you get back. God damn. There's so many drugs in the pipeline game, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, want a, you want a 20-piece McChicken? Chicken nuggets right here? Yeah, it's going to run you about 30 bucks, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Like, nope. Uh-uh. Yeah, like a number one at Whataburger out there is like $14. Oh, my God. Well, like, uh, that's what that's what uh, Outlaw was telling me when he was on the show was how it's uh, – in those towns where it's pipelining, where you could literally be a pipeliner and live at home, those minimum wage jobs like here, where you make like seven, eight dollars an hour, you'd be making like fifteen out there to Jeez. entice people to work those jobs because nobody wants to do it. Why would you do that when you could make a hundred twenty thousand dollars just by being a welder's helper? Yeah. yeah, I mean you're working seventy hours a week, but you're making one hundred twenty thousand dollars. You don't really go out there to not work and make money. Yeah. You don't go out there to be like, yeah, I'm just gonna skate and I'm just gonna sit in the truck. Yeah. Unless you're an inspector, you know, or a straw boss. Yeah. Just making, kind of just tell everybody what to do. Making a grand a day sitting out in your truck, like, mm-hmm, man, looks like they're doing it right. Yeah. Daniel was an inspector for a little bit, and then he got fired. <laughs> I guess he didn't inspect. Nope. 
piss poor inspections. Yeah. yeah. You pass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that dang old thing blew up about four miles down there. <laughs> Who the fuck expected that? Uh, it's just scribbles on this signature. <laughs> Caveman writing. <laughs> oh, shit, this Cap Morgan's good. Yeah, it is. I really can't write. Like, I, like, we're just drinking it with just with a fat-ass ice cube in it. Like I said, it'd probably go great with eggnog or something kind of creamy. Or I guess if you wanted to, you could put, like, Coca-Cola in it. Bailey's. Ooh. I don't know if I don't do that. Mixed liquor. I'm not the biggest fan of Bailey's. Really? No, I'm not. What what, do you, what don't you like about it? I don't like creamy stuff like that. Like, like I don't I like creamer in my coffee or anything. So like, but you, you put, like, milk in your coffee. No, I don't. You drink milk. I drink almond milk. That's not creamy? Not really. Oh. It's like dirt water. <laughs> You're weird. Yeah. Well, I can't drink milk. So. Well, yeah. You could probably drink goat's milk, though. Mm. It's just like, like... I like goat cheese. Well, yeah. If you, if you can eat goat cheese, you're probably going to be able to eat things that are more healthy than, you know, fucking the shit you buy at the store for 99 cents. Yeah. No, that's weird. But, but I don't know. I just like I like my liquors to hurt me when I drink them. And Bailey's doesn't hurt me. Yeah, but it has a little bit of a kick, but it's it, kind of, it warms you up still the same. Yeah, but you could just put a shot of whiskey in your coffee. Yeah, but... Which I would, I hey, let me tell okay, you, like, okay, like, what a, yeah, like, like, let me tell you, like, when it's your day off, like, if it's your day off, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna have like Saturday morning, you're like, you're getting ready for some college bowl games, man, you, you, you make that pot of coffee, you get your coffee cup, you mean, you pour like a shot of Johnny Walker in that, it's gonna be a good day. <laughs> well, I just want to sip and I just want to ride it, ride it at the line, yeah, like, yeah, like one shot in your cup of coffee, it's not gonna. It's not going to do anything a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you'll feel it. Do it as soon as you wake up. You have no food in your stomach. Yeah. Or that's just, the, like, just oatmeal. That's the worst. New Year's Eve, Sam and I ate so much food. We did, like, <laughs> seven Jaeger bombs back-to-back within the span of an hour. That's impressive. And then, and then spent the next, you know, the rest of the night sipping and sampling, like, four or five different kinds of moonshine. I had a whole fucking... A mason jar of apple cider moonshine to myself. Damn. Like, and I never got tipsy. Yeah, because you ate so much. Yeah. Yeah, I had like, I don't know. I don't know what Patrick had, but I had like um, probably six chicken wings to myself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I made a couple of chicken sandwiches. You know, shout out to Wayne because that motherfucker can cook. Make a badass chicken yeah. sandwich. Mm. So while I was in South Carolina, um, and while I was there was for a wedding, which was had no bullshit, 200 people at this wedding. And I kind of heard from some of the people that helped pay for it, $30,000. Jesus. Yeah. Let me tell you, though, it was one hell of a party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was one hell of a party. Um, All that being said, if I have a daughter... I hope that she didn't ask for a thirty thousand dollars. She's wedding. not getting shit. Yeah. She's getting a backyard wedding with some fucking old Milwaukee <laughs> tulips that are that are that are picked directly from behind the garage. Nice, but um, while I was in South Carolina, we went to a distillery. It's called Sugar Tit Distillery, and it's in Sugar Tit, South Carolina. <laughs> it's like uh, I think it's a little bit easy, yeah, east of Greenville, South Carolina, mm. and. Um, while we were there, I got to sample what they make. And I'm telling you, that whole operation was not much bigger than this apartment. It was an old drugstore from like the 1850s that they renovated to make into a distillery. And the guy who owned it was called Doc Leonard. And that's what they made one of the moonshines okay. after him. It's Doc Leonard 1857, which is an upcoming episode. Um, and uh, anyway, so... They had all set it up, and then, like, it was four of us, and my aunt paid for the tasting. Mm. Like, you could sample every kind that they had. And I thought, being such a small operation, they would have, like, three or four, because it was only $5 for the little tasting. No. These motherfuckers had 14 different types of moonshine, which is really <laughs> just corn whiskey. It's just clear corn whiskey, but it's called moonshine. It's, like, the fancy name for it, but because that they made it at night because it was illegal back then. Well, now it's not. You can make it. You and I, we all three of us could make our own, whether it be a spirit or whether it be a beer, whatever, mead, wine, we could make that. We just can't sell it. You have to have a license to sell it. You don't have to have yeah. a license to make it. 
Uh, but you can kill yourself if you do it wrong. <laughs> Make it the wrong way. You're going to yeah. be drinking pure alcohol. But at any rate, so we were uh, we sampled it. And they give you like a little communion cup where they would pour like the wine or the grape juice in those little plastic cups. Mm. But after they filled it up 14 times in 10 <laughs> minutes, you've had four shots. Yeah. So you're pretty I, – like, I, I think it was the equivalent of like two and a half, three shots. Maybe not quite four. But it was enough where I'm like, fucking Christ – and it was really good. And I then I bought three bottles of liquor, and it was like 120 that, that's bucks. That's how they get you. I know. Well, all of them were good. They were all good. So, yeah, that's the next three episodes. Is gonna be We're going to do a little Sugar Tent miniseries coming up. Lucky bastards. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was in North Carolina one time, and uh, kind of on the on the same topic is uh, we were near Charlottesville, mm-hmm. or Charlotte, rather. Mm-hmm. And we, were, uh, we went, and we went to this um, vinegar shop. Where they made their own vinegar, and like so niche, it, yeah, it was just <laughs> it's very it was like a hundred different barrels of different types of vinegar. I thought like, there was like, like three, like balsamic vinegar <laughs> type stuff. Okay, and you know you go through and you're like, oh, here's a pear one. Oh, here's a 58 year old aged vinegar. What here's yeah, like here's, you just here's drink apricot. It? Here's peach. Yeah, and you do your little your little shots, and you taste them, and. Hands down, best vinegar you'll ever have in your life. You'll want to like drink it. Is there good Stri- vinegar? <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not like the white vinegar or apple cider vinegar that you get yeah. from the store. That uses like cleaning. Yeah, shit. it's like what you put on your salad or like you oh, could put it on okay. whatever you want. But dude, you I could, bet it makes great marinade, dude. You could drink that shit straight from the bottle. That's it's fucking, so fucking that's good. The fucking tits. Yeah, but right. I, I've never thought people made their own their own vinegar. Well, like like I, I can understand making your own vinegar, but not making like. 50 different types of it. That's a bit <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know what we're going to make today? We're going to make plastic-flavored vinegar. Yeah, fuck it. We're going to put some old Tupperware in this bitch. <laughs> it's going to taste amazing. But that, all that being said, if you are in the area, check out Sugar Tit Distillery. Um, it's almost worth the 14-hour drive. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, it was, that, was, that was a fucking beast. The good thing was we were in a town car. Lincoln Town Car. So, yeah. so honestly, it was like riding on a couch the entire way, but still, you like, you're still in a car for 14 hours. Not as bad as a drive to California, but yeah, fuck that. it still wasn't good. Like, yeah. like six out of 10, like, I'll do it again because it's cheaper than flying. Mm. <laughs> but, oh well. Honestly, I, I think that more people should support local breweries and distilleries. Um, problem is, I don't think we have any distilleries around here, and all the breweries around here, uh, their beers. I have had one on here before. There's like True Vine. Does there's True Vine in uh, East Texas? Okay, yeah. Downtown. Those are the two that are in Tyler. Yeah, I think there might be one in Longview, but I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, Robbie and I went to it actually. Oh, is it like the oil can? Yeah, some the shit. Oil. Yeah, some shit like that. Fuck. Then they had like four different beers, and it was honestly it was, it was pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good prices. Probably like five dollars or four dollars for a beer. Which, Which isn't bad for like crap isn't beer. Bad, yeah. You get like a twelve or sixteen ounce cup or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. yeah, I really like that. Um, so y'all got absolutely hammered on New Year's Eve. We were completely sober. Like <laughs> this is how much. That's how much alcohol we had, and I didn't get even tipsy just because y'all ate so much. Yeah, we got a little buzz, but that's about it. Mm. Yeah, I because we like just got back like that night, and I went out and had one shot and one beer with two friends of mine. And that was it. This is the first New Year's that I woke up and was not hung over in a long time. <laughs> I guess one time I drank an entire twelve pack of old Milwaukee by myself. Like I didn't haven't I didn't eat since like one o'clock that day Jeez. and I didn't drink any water. So just twelve beers. I woke up with the worst hangover I ever had. That's horrible. Yeah. I usually don't get hangovers and this is like without me drinking water. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. I think I just know like when it's time to call it quits. See, like I know it's time to call it quits, but like I'm I, like when I feel that feeling, it's like my body's telling me not be a little bitch, and I'm like I'm in control, motherfucker. <laughs> I feel you there, 100%. but I'm usually like before the show. That's why I drink so much water because like I know I'm gonna have a couple, and you know, I don't want to be like feeling like shit afterwards. But oh well, whatever. We going out afterwards yeah, anyway. <laughs> mm, pretty gaming. <laughs> Yeah, pregame with hard liquor. Damn. <laughs> oh my god! So I met my great uncle at this wedding. And I want to tell on whose side? 
dad's side. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know where this is going. Uh, for all my lovely listeners out there, uh, I met my great uncle. He fought in Vietnam. He, he, was, in, he was in the Navy. Fought in uh, Vietnam. He was in the Navy for like 23 years. Fuck yeah. He's got a bronze star and a purple heart. Mm-hmm. Does not talk about it. He was on a PT boat. So he was like in the Mekong River Delta, like on those little boats, like Fuck. blowing up villages, trying yeah. to find the VC and shit. Uh, doesn't talk about it. This guy is 84 years old. He lives in the part of Virginia that's not the rest of Virginia. It's the part that's like below Delaware. Like on the other side of the Chesapeake Bay, there's like two little counties. You have to like either take a ferry or a bridge to get there or drive like over through Maryland and Delaware and then down. So he lives over there. And this dude is fucking hilarious. Uh, He's just a great guy to be around. Also, total alcoholic. Absolute alcoholic. Like 84 years old, drinks like a fish. You wouldn't fucking know it. Because I had spent most of the wedding day like around him and he had been drinking hard liquor the whole fucking day <laughs> and it didn't make a damn bit of difference like this dude was just like like it was crazy because like he had a coffee cup and he finished his coffee and he was like hey pointing to my dad like would you mind grabbing some of that and put it in here and there's this giant thing of Bacardi and he just like fills it up and he's like I'm 84 I should be entitled to do what I want and then like he just like gets in the car oh. and his wife drives him away God, oh my like God. this dude was just drinking straight but it was like 11 30 like that morning and he was just like no finish my coffee time to drink how else are you gonna get past your PTSD honestly I'm pretty sure that's what it is it's a lot of like undoctored PTSD that's just been drowned out with alcohol (laughs) but he's still really really smart because like a lot of times you be like a drunk and they like can't make a coherent sentence yeah he's like crazy smart and I don't know it was it was really cool to talk to him and then he uh, the funniest thing that he said was one of my uncles and asked him like hey are you uh how late are y'all staying after that? Like, y'all staying for an extra day or two after the wedding? He's like, well, we were gonna, we're gonna stay an extra day, but my wife's getting horny, so we better get back to the house. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That's my kind of man. 84-year-old yeah. man. Hell yeah. And he's in great shape because being on the Chesapeake Bay, he was always like in a rowboat, like a oh, kayak and shit, mm. so he'd just be out there rowing all the time, like checking his nets for fishing and all that shit. So he, kept, he stayed really, really active. Mm. So for... That's a great area. The Chesapeake Bay is, is awesome if you ever want yeah, to check it out. It's it's great for boating and fishing because mm-hmm. like the waters are super calm. There's a fuckload of fish out there. Did you ever go? Uh, did you drive through the underneath the underwater bridge? No, but I know what you're that, talking that about. Pl- it's, it's I haven't been up trippy. there. Yeah, it's pretty trippy. I, want, I think we're planning on going up there this summer. Okay, so I'm looking forward to that. But I want to. I want to plan a trip to Washington, like Washington State. Mm-hmm. But if I go, I want to drive there. Because like so that way you can Fuck. see I, I, like but well we would break it up over like three days yeah. um, like because I want to like see all the stuff that's between here because like flying is cool like if you're just trying to like I just need to fucking get there like like when y'all were coming here for leave like I'm not fucking driving no twenty four hours like fuck that shit driving by yourself is expensive too yeah because you have to stop and stay and everything so like when you're flying like I just need to get there like you can just hop a plane and get here in a couple hours. But if you're wanting to, like, explore that area, I always feel like it's best to drive so you kind of can see, like, how everything changes, how you get there. Like, each town is, like, a little different than the other one. Yeah. So, like, the further out you go from where you're used to. What's crazy is if you're in Texas, like, especially East Texas, and you, like, if you're east of Dallas and you drive, you can go all the way to the coast of South Carolina and it's going to look exactly the fucking same. <laughs> like, it's just trees yeah. and rivers and trees and rivers. That's all it fucking is. Welcome to the South. Well, I will say that Louisiana is different. It's very flat. Like, Louisiana is very flat, full of cotton. Cold Texas is cane. fucking flat. Well, uh, parts of Texas. Yeah, parts of Texas. There's literally a part called the Hill Country. <laughs> it's not here. No, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, we have hills. Hardly. No, no, we don't have hills at not, all. <laughs> we don't have hills. Not, not, not like the hill. Okay, Waco is flat. Waco is flat as shit. Yeah. Pendleton is hilly. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's fucking fair. mountains there, bud. Yeah, dude. One thing I was always that was so cool about California is like when you get into California, it's like you're in the fucking Sahara Desert, like right there on Interstate Eight. On the oh southern. yeah, I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, well, when we were driving through it, 
And like it's like sand dunes and shit. And then you hit like all these mountains that are made out of giant boulders. Uh-huh. And then you hit these massive yep. pine trees. And then you come down the mountains, there's a fucking ocean like right there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's Lewis, Lewis and Clark are like, I don't know how long we can be in this <laughs> desert for. Oh, my God. It just keeps fucking going. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, shit. An ocean. Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> oh. interesting. Guess we made it. Yeah. I really don't want to go back through that desert. And they're like, wow, California's really cool. And then it's like, hey, how much is gas? I don't know, like three eighty five a gallon. Oh my god. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. When you got a thirty gallon tank. Like, get me the fuck back to Texas where it's like two (laughs) fifteen. I think in Mississippi it was like two oh eight. Hey, if you are broke as fuck, move to Mississippi. Land is like fifteen hundred dollars an acre for like undeveloped rural land. It's like it, it's like living in like 1987. <laughs> Hell, last year in Texas, it was like a dollar fifty for fucking gas. Yeah, I came home and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, this, baby. this is amazing. <laughs> Can I like fill up tanks and just ship them to California real quick? Please. <laughs> well, like uh, when we drove through Mississippi, like you know, the pack of camels here is like nearly seven dollars. It's like four twenty. For like a pack of cans, uh, it was like four twenty five yeah. for cigarettes there. Tobacco up north, f completely. Uh, California, it's like eight dollars a pack there. Mm-hmm. Right now. And it's and, about to be more since uh, yeah. maybe it'll be less since uh, the year for military is twenty one years now. Yeah, yeah. Entire United States is twenty one. Yep. Even military, which is I don't know how they're gonna enforce. Every, got, every single motherfucker. A lot of fucking people. Uh, well, I, I believe that like you're you're grandfathered in. Like if you're 17 now and you turned 18, then it doesn't. Then then you have to wait. But if you're like 20, you can still buy because that's what they did with beer and alcohol back in the day. Yeah. That's the thing in the military. It was um, 17 dollars or 17. <laughs> year of 17. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You'd be 17 years old and buy tobacco. <laughs> no one checks their ID. Yeah. You just show them the military, and they're like, right. Dude, when I turned 21 went to the liquor store, they didn't check my ID. Oh, yeah, you were telling me that. I remember when like the day, Like, on my birthday, I turned yeah. 21. And I had to work later that day, but I went to the liquor store, bought a bottle of uh, Dewar's Scotch, and I went to the uh, grocery store, and I got a six-pack of Newcastle. Hell, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I got home and got fucking drunk. <laughs> yep. 21 at 21st birthday went to Walmart and got a 30 rack of fucking Coors Banquet. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you ever tried um 10 cup whiskey? I've seen it. I would like to have that on the show. Um but I haven't got around to it. Also cuz it's a little more pricey. Like uh, that that's that's one of the three I'm holding out on mm-hmm. is um a 10 cup whiskey, Jameson Irish whiskey. I'm uh-huh. saving that. And then uh like Dewar's uh, blue label which is like the cut above it's like oh, okay. a really good scotch yeah so I'm, I'm hanging on to that tin cup's pretty good it's um or doer's ancestor that's really good too. i guess you could uh say it's more stout than anything really tin cup is yeah and it comes in like a cool cool ass bottle yeah, and you get a shot glass yeah and you get a big ass yeah. tin cup it's kind of neat it's like their gimmick i wish i hadn't done old crow so early because i did like episode three or episode two and i drank a I would drink way too much Old Crow when I did that show. Fuck anyone who says Old Crow isn't good. <laughs> First of all, Old Crow, like, I, I know this is a Captain Morgan episode, but Old Crow, if you got $10 and you want to get hammered, <laughs> Old Crow will get you there. Absolutely delicious, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's super sweet. Like, Giant Texas, super sweet. Captain Morgan, super fucking sweet. Because, like, that's the problem that I have with rum. Is that you can drink so much of it because it tastes so fucking good, and you're like, oh, I can have another one, and then like you go like stand up because you got to take a shit or something, and you nearly fall over. <laughs> one time I was drinking Captain Morgan by myself, watching regular show, because I'm an adult, and I can do what I want, <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was drunk alone watching regular show, and it was like one of the episodes they kept like eating chicken wings, and I was like, I need to give me some chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I've gotten to the point now to where um, I've, I've had, and, and I know that this is a, a fun drinking show, but I myself do not condone drinking and then driving. Always have a DD. Be smart. Don't get killed. Or kill somebody else. I wouldn't live with yeah. myself if I killed somebody else. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. In our case, 
your career is pretty fucked <laughs> if you get a DUI. Didn't you? Didn't you have that? Didn't uh, Pat? You had a guy in your platoon or something who got he popped positive for marijuana. No, this stupid motherfucker, <laughs> this idiot, fucking drove on to Camp Pendleton and got stopped by. Oh wow, they have drug sniffing dogs. Yeah. This motherfucker is trying to get marijuana into the fucking base Why? while he's high. Why wouldn't you just buy a pre-roll joint yeah. at a fucking dispensary, chill out? Like, you could smoke that literally anywhere in California. You, you, you could, like, went out to the bar patio, got a beer, smoke your pre-roll joint, and then just, like... Fucking idiot. And now he's in the brig. Yeah, what a fucking yeah. detour. And this motherfucker, like, right before he went in to the brig, he's, he's fucking... Like coked out, he's like, I'm not going to the brig sober, dude. And he's like on acid, cocaine, fucking zanny, whatever Jesus the fuck he can get his hands fuck. on, anything and everything. He does not give a fuck about his life. Absolutely not. At the point that we, at the point when you get caught, if you're going to the brig, might as well just go all in. Yeah, because because I mean you're gonna you're fucked either way, right? Yeah, there's nothing yeah. you can do to save it. Fuck that shit. Zero toleration on drugs. So does he go, like, to military prison? Yeah, the, the brig. Yeah, how long is he in there for? For The rest of his contract. Really? No, they actually... Okay, so for the Marine Corps, they came out with a new order, and it's... If you go to the brig, they freeze your time and grade, which is your contract. So really? as soon as you get out of the brig, you still have... Two years left or whatever. However many times you have left, yeah. So, like, you have to serve your sentence and then stick you. Go- yeah, because th- they fucking own your ass. Which, I have no clue how long the sentence is for that. Yeah, uh, well, I don't think you want to find out. No, I really don't. <laughs> I don't plan on it. See, that, like, it sucks because, like, you're stationed in California where, like, state-wise, like, marijuana, completely recreational, you can get it, but, like, federally... So this is what I would do. I would just like before y'all leave California, like for good, I would buy a shitload of weed and just like get it back somehow. Until you get hit with that fucking drug trafficking yeah, charge, smug- smuggling on the airplane. Dude, you'd be surprised. Not that I, not that I did this, uh-huh. but you would be surprised in California how many fucking people go up there and like legally buy weed or like a distributor between different stores and so like they buy it from the farms and they drive it wherever you'd be surprised when any of those fucking people buy it and then just head right to dfw you would be so <laughs> fun. like all you have to do is just drive the speed limit there's no way that they're gonna pull over every single car yeah like i mean it makes sense like like logistically speaking it's not worth an officer's time to just randomly pull people over because he thinks that they might be carrying weed just go four under just go like four or five miles an hour under the speed limit just drive 70 the whole way. <laughs> well, the thing is, when you're in the city and you're downtown or whatever the fuck, it's always loud as fuck. Mm-hmm. It always smells like weed, no matter where you go. Especially in Little Italy. Yeah. Oh, really? It's Little bad. Italy is an amazing place to go. Crazy bomb food. They got great pizza and shit? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Hell yeah. Speaking of pizza... Fucking top it off. Top it off. Oh my god. Okay, if you li- I have I've probably said this more than once on this show. But I don't give a shit. If you live in the Tyler area like East Texas and you are not eating a top it off pizza, fuck you. Yeah, you need <laughs> you need to fucking go. You, you get like $11 together. You get yourself a personal pie. A dude from Long Island is going to make that shit with a mustache. It's going to be good as shit. Best pizza you'll ever have because it- you live in Texas and your life is sad. <laughs> By the way, Pat's from Connecticut, fucking Yankee, and <laughs> yeah, fuck Connecticut, fucking little piss stream ass state. Uh, whatever, but it's, it's like the size uh, of like Smith County. Get out of this when you fucking win a civil war, pussy. Okay, we didn't have any weapons back then. Also, like, Texas beat Mexico, so like that's got to count for Ooh. something. Okay, back in 1830, whatever. I'm drunk. Whatever it was. <laughs> 1835? Because we became a state in 40... Yeah, 1845. We fucking beat the Mexicans. They were the best army on this side of the Atlantic. No bullshit. Mexico could have beat U.S. in 1840. Guaranteed. The only reason why the North won is because they had more people. 
It's the only fucking re- and because they had and because they had way more cannon foundries. It's the only fucking reason why North won. And then the Marines came in. Then the Marines came in. <laughs> Maybe you should have from fucking... the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Chipotle. Dude, so with your my, fucking gay ass other military cadences, fucking. Hey, my dad was in the army. I like the army song. I forget which the army fucking song. gay. <laughs> and the army goes rolling along. I was, I was so for my schoolhouse. I was stationed at uh, Fort Benning, which is where they do all Fort the, Benning, Georgia. It's where they do all the stupid recruit stuff for the army. Mm-hmm. And those boys are some of the most annoying. things things you've ever seen <laughs> they sit there and they go like when they they'll uh for breakfast lunch and, and dinner you know and the drill hat's gonna be like child formation and then all those motherfuckers scream it back child formation <laughs> dude okay so so my dad was in the army in 1986 through 1989 so three years that's because in back then in the army because the marines you got to do four because they spend a lot more money on y'all and being in the army, he was an engineer, uh, and he was stationed in South Alabama. It was like Fort Rucker, something like middle of butt fucking nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. But he did he did his basic uh, at Leonard Wood, Missouri, Fort he, Lost in the Woods. Yeah, and he also did uh, he did a lot of time over at Benning as well. And he said, "Man, back then the army was a lot different than what it is now." He's like, "Granted, there's a lot of stupid motherfuckers in the army, <laughs> like there is now." But, you know, it, he he was like, uh, but he was 22 when he joined. So he, like, had, like, a little bit of world experience and, like, understood how, but he was, like, in there with a bunch of 17 and 18-year-olds. They're, like, shit in their that's fucking pants. Are, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you are because, like, y'all are probably, like, getting, like, in your platoon, in your squad. There's, like, a bunch of fucking 18-year-olds. You think they're hot shit. So they're a fucking Marine and they're, like, essentially a high school dropout. Yeah. Corporals are sergeants who are younger than me, and they're like, oh, all I know is the Marine Corps. Yeah, all I know you, is the Corps. You don't Fuck know anything. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, like I, I ordered a beer at a bar. You've never done that. You can go fuck yourself. Uh, like, one of our buddies uh, is a big fan. <laughs> like, we, we were talking about how, like, how the United States, like, as a country, as a society, like, we, like, suck the dick of, like, not veteran veterans. I was like, oh, dude, fucking Veterans Day, you better thank a veteran. Like, they didn't do shit. They worked on tanks that other dumbasses broke. <laughs> thank me for my service, faggot. Yeah, you better thank me. You better give me a 10% discount. My dad got that oh on his... Oh, my God. My dad got that on his ID, which is great. So when he goes to Lowe's, because he's been doing a lot of home improvement, he gets 10%. He's probably saved a couple hundred dollars because yeah. he's bought so much shit from him. But one time, there was a store that, like, didn't, like, oh, I'm sorry, like, we only do it for active. And he was like, oh, I guess all that was for nothing. They're some of the most pretentious, obnoxious assholes you'll ever meet. What, like, veterans that didn't do shit? Yeah. Well, see, and that's why, like, and I have a lot of respect for veterans that did shit. And even the ones that didn't, I still hold, like, hey, man, you did something I didn't do. Because I went to school and wanted to make something out of myself. <laughs> That's beside the point. <laughs> but, um, but, but even then, uh, like, you know, when they would do like, oh, if you were in the armed forces, go ahead and stand up. My dad's like, ah. Because, nah. like, like, he only does about half the time. Because, like, because one time he had stood up and there was a guy, like, a row in front of him. who had, like, a Vietnam hat and he had, like, all these medals and shit. And he was like, I don't even... Like, I fucking worked, I drove a truck and, like, did plumbing for the army in South Alabama. That guy killed people. Like, yeah. I can't even fucking compare to what the country asked for him to do mm-hmm. for what I did. You know, granted, he could have been, it, theoretically, I, I could have served, you know, but he didn't. You know, and, and it, I swear to God, it's the fucking reservists that are the worst. Oh, semper sometimes, boys. Uh, the fucking Friday fighters, I swear to God. They're Weekend the f- warriors. <laughs> well, and, and like, I love how people are like, oh, it's like a lot safer if you're like in the reserves. You don't actually call like, no, you're the first fucking regiment to go out. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, dude, send the reserves. They're expendable to shit. Like, we're not going to send the guys that we spend a bunch of money on training. We're going to send all the guys that don't know shit. We're going to feel out those fucking Pajis, see how good they are. And they, they don't know how the fleet works. Yeah. They, they just get thrown into the fire. Oh, God. Like, like being a reservist is like, like basically, like, you get half fucked, like, when you're not. 
but you get like double fucked when like you are yeah. <laughs> like being in, and granted we probably won't fight like a true conventional war against like another superpower because of nuclear weapons but mm-hmm. that's beside the point well everyone everyone was getting real excited on you know when the fucking they sent those hundred marines over into didn't they boost Iran. like a couple thousand um so they'd sent a hundred um through with apaches and they, they landed on the compound and shit. And um, I'm pretty sure they were slated to have 4,000 uh, go out there afterwards. Dude, what if we just, like, straight up invaded Iran? Like, what what if we did that, though? We could do it. Like, I we, mean, like, we, we could resources. just fucking take that shit over and just make it our colony. Uh, and, like, like Anglicize them and, like, give them, like, jeans and shit. Like, jeans and, like, Bud Light. Like, you like football now. <laughs> Like, you know, wow, fucking this, go Cowboys, go Giants. You know? This Western civilization stuff is pretty good. Yeah, it's like fucking Raiders, man. Look at them fucking play, you know. I don't have to fuck my goat anymore. <laughs> Pornhub.com. <laughs> what is this? Damn, they're showing more than their ankle. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck porn, though. Like, on God, like, porn's fucking terrible. <laughs> By the way, Patrick... Pat has been wearing the show the shirt that says "Porn Kills Love" on it. It's, it is the most comfortable shirt you will ever wear in your Dude, life. Like, but but like honestly, they're like fuck porn. Like it's terrible. It really is. Like it, it's bad for you as like the viewer. It's bad for the people who were in it. Um, especially, like, I feel bad for like a lot of the girls. Like, oh, we're just gonna do a photo shoot. We're gonna do some mm-hmm. risque pics. And like, oh, well, by risque pics, you meant like you gaggling like fourteen cocks. Yeah. And like, do you want your fucking money, you slut? Like, what? <laughs> no. And they're like eighteen and impressionable. Yeah. And they just get they. It's it's pretty much like when you're not known. Even when you are known, it's more akin to probably like a pimp and his fucking whores. Yeah. You know, you you have no say because you're out there trying to make money, trying to make a name for themselves, and all these motherfuckers are like, "Yeah, I know what I'm gonna do with you to make money." Yeah, which is why, like, if I ever got the money together, I'd make a I'd make a porn site and call it Wholesome Porn. Ryan Creamer. Yeah. Have you uh, seen- <laughs> I don't know, like, like, it's like, granted, like, there's clearly a market for it, but like, mm. like, if I was ever like a pornographer, I would want the like. The actors, even in like in a lot of male actors, like I don't really want to fuck her, because like I'm just not really into like you know, t- you know, licking the shit out of her asshole. Like yeah. I'm not really into that. So you know, it's like uh, you know, but you, you got to fucking do it. You know, I, I would want it to make it to where like the like quote unquote actors would have like a lot of power in that. Yeah, yeah. Unionize the the porn <laughs> dude, yeah, stars. Honestly, dude, like porn stars should fucking unionize. Like we're not gonna make it. Like. Because, like, there's so much porn out there. Like, like we could stop making porn today. And if you and I just, like, or the three of us just, like, sat and, like, watched all these different porn, we would be dead before we ran out of new porn to watch. Yeah. Well, I think that a big issue with it is, um, you know, teenagers growing up and shit, and that's all they watch. And then they start they start getting into actually doing like stuff. Like having sex or, like, and, talking to women. Yeah, and they're they're – they have all these expectations. Like, dudes are like, man, I wish I had a bigger dick. Or, you know, I'm going to try this crazy new thing because yeah. they like it. And then girls are like, man, I'm like, horrible at this because, you know, like, I can't deep throat a 12-inch <laughs> cock. Like, five-inch like, cock. no, honey, you know, just you do you. And it's a lot higher expectations for things that really shouldn't be set that high. No, not at all. Because, like, sex with me, terrible. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> But a whole lot of hair, a whole lot of grunting. Yeah, you know, a lot of grunting. You might get your your uh, your side of it, but yeah. you don't. I, th- there's like a four percent chance I'm gonna throw my back out. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like if I'm on bottom doing the work, I might throw my back out. If you're on bottom, why are you doing the work? Because I know what I want. God. It's all about the bush with Dan. Uh, I'm not against it. <laughs> so, uh, ladies, if you're hearing. <laughs> I like I like hair, not gonna lie. Well, yeah, I mean, like, okay, not like completely un. I, I don't want a privacy yeah. hedge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like a little, like, oh yeah, you're a consenting adult too, like that level of, you know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I really don't want to have sex with a baby's ass. <laughs> yeah. I, Fuck. I like for my uh, my stuff to look like it's of age. Yeah. I would say that, but I have such a small peen, it doesn't really matter. 
You gotta like peel back the layers of ass to get <laughs> your dick in there, huh? I do have a wagon. It's like the thing I got going for me. I'm bald, but I have a wagon. Oh well. Well, we've hit the hour mark. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up here for a second. Because like, like for one episode, we got mostly through without talking about dicks and tits. So I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Is there anything that y'all want to say to the viewers signing off here? Who uh Rangers lead the way? <laughs> Who uh fly high? Oh, uh, go but, Navy! But before before we leave, uh, what what y'all's ranks? Lance Corporal. Lance Corporal. Oh. Uh, also, I have to apparently now I have to by order. This does not reflect anything the Marine Corps has anything to do with. My ideas are personally my own. Hoorah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that we got that taken care of. <laughs> I, I think that we spoke pretty favorably of the armed forces. A lot of them are dumbasses, but we need them. Oh. We need those guys out there to get oil for our country. Hoorah! <laughs> 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 But um, all that being said, once again, we had Captain Morgan Black Spiced Rum. It's right next to Captain Morgan at your liquor store. It's really good. Um, if you want to go out on a limb and get something a little different than your regular rum, this is definitely something to go for. You could drink it neat. You can mix it with something. It would probably taste great with something creamy, whether that be Bailey's, eggnog, or semen. That's up to you. Um, yeah, once again, it's only 20 bucks, so you're not losing a whole lot in terms of the liquor game. Um, if you have any topics or anything you'd like to write into the show, you can email us at whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. Uh, that can be for topics of future shows. Or if you'd like to be on the show, you can go always uh, talk to me. I'm usually at open mic night at Yamato. You can check us out there. Meet up with me then. If not, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show and we are signing off now. Thank you. Sit on my face cause I ain't too picky. Ride my <laughs> Ride my mouth to you your pussy sticky. Ow. That's nasty. You're way too close to the mic. <laughs> Penis! It flowed, it flowed. Cock! It flowed.